eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Welcome back. Home stretch here on Silver and Black today, the Tuesday, the post-Christmas edition. We hope you had a wonderful and joyful and blessed Christmas with your families. I know Mo and I did. He's Mo Moten. He's a national NFL writer at Bleacher Report. Also, he writes a little bit about the Raiders up on sportsnot.com. Make sure you check out his column this week. It's a doozy. You're going to love it. Make sure you read it. And also follow him on Twitter at M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. You can follow me at LV Gully. Also, you can follow the show at SNB Today. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, as well as our YouTube channel. Okay, Mo, we jump back into this Raiders, what they're going to do now. And, and we talked a lot about Derek Carr uh, because it is the topic du jour, and it's going, to, it's going to dominate every single news cycle for the Raiders until the day that the contract is, is, is either renewed or they release or trade him. It's going to be hard to trade him, I think, because of the quick turnaround time, but we'll see what happens there. Uh, but there are other things we got to consider, and that is when you look at what the Raiders have to do now and later, i.e. moving up to the draft, which we'll have full coverage here on Silver and Black today, um, is, is the idea of going back to – I was listening to the post-game show or pre-game show on some of the NFL games on Christmas, and – I don't, I don't know if it was Boomer Esiason or one of the guys on CBS. He was talking about how in, in the NFL, and you and I have talked about this in the past, actually. In the NFL, what you, your first priority always as a general manager and a franchise is to, number one, win your division. 
right? Win your division, get a home game in the playoffs. If you want to win a Super Bowl eventually, even if you're not there yet, that's where you have to start. You have to win your division, get a home game in the playoffs uh, to set yourself up for long-term success in a championship. So we look at this Raiders team, and I know it seems somewhat laughable to talk about uh, the Raiders upending the Chiefs in this division. We were talking about it eight months ago. A lot of fans thought it was going to happen. But we look at this division, uh, and we look at what the Raiders have to do, and I can't help but, and this is not, again, hating on Derek Carr, you have to look at the quarterback position. You look at the top two teams in the AFC West, the Chiefs and the Chargers. Raider fans have an obsession with belittling uh, uh, Justin Herbert, he is a very good quarterback, and I know a lot of you who listen to this show because you don't like us will say, oh, here's Scott's Charger fandom coming out. No, it's not. Look at the national media. Look at people who cover the league. But if you look at the situation, Mo, you have to build, you have to have a quarterback. Right now, the Raiders and the Broncos are behind significantly in that race when you look at having a quarterback who can win the division, lead your team to win the division. Not only that, guess what? The division title for now has to go through Kansas City. And have you seen what the weather's like in Kansas City in January when you have to roll into the playoffs or in Buffalo? Okay? The AFC's supreme teams all are cold-weather cities. You're going to have to go in there and win if you're going to make it through, uh, unless you're going to be a division winner. So you look at that and you look at this roster and what they need to do to catch up to Kansas City, to catch up to Buffalo, to catch up to Baltimore in some ways, Cincinnati even. Where does this Raiders team start, Mo? Does, does it have to start at quarterback? Or do you start on the defense? Do you, where do you start with that in mind as the goal? You had to look at it from both ends because if you're going to up in Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, one of two things have to happen. You have to have a quarterback who can go drive for drive with Patrick Mahomes, or you have to have a defense that can counter him and at least slow him down to give your offense a chance to outscore the Chiefs. So that's what I'm saying. You have to look at it from both ends. And, of course, I think the way the Raiders' season has gone, all options have to be on the table. And this is, and this is what I say about moving on from Derek Carr. It's not about getting better immediately if you're moving off yes. Derek Carr, yes you're not you're not going to find a better quarterback on the free agent market you're looking at the upside two Correct. years down the line three years down the line is this quarterback able to go into Kansas City Cincinnati and Buffalo in the cold weather if he has to and win football games early in the show in the early segments we, we talked about Carr and his struggles in the cold weather so the next quarterback if they move on is that guy able to play well in cold, inclement conditions, because as you just said, you're probably going to have to go on the road and beat the Bengals. You're probably going to have to go on the road. You are going to have to go on the road and beat the Chiefs in your division. You're going to have to go on the road and beat Buffalo. Baltimore, If assuming Lamar Jackson stays there. Baltimore, is, I know the Raiders have beat Baltimore recently. I get it. But the Ravens are consistently in the playoffs. The Raiders are not. Right. So you're probably, you might have to go to Baltimore and win a football game there. And let me tell you, it's also cold there. So... As I said, really quick, it's not about getting better in 2023 with a with a move on at quarterback. It's about the future. Is this guy, can he exceed the ceiling that Derek Carr has? And, and this is where, too, I've gotten into some discussions with folks, which is the idea that, well, we're going to get worse. Yeah, you are. If, yeah. if you move on, 
you might take a step back, but sometimes you have to, right? Because again, and it's not an insult to people. It really is not, but you can't play, you can't play checkers here, folks. It has to be chess. This is the NFL. I know as fans, you want to make the playoffs next year. And I hope for your sake, they somehow do. Okay. But when you're building a franchise, you cannot sit there and say, okay, let's go for the now. Like, no, you have to look long-term. And if that means, yeah, we take a step back at quarterback seemingly uh, from a veteran to somebody who's less experienced or whatever, then you do it because guess what? If you want to win a Super Bowl, this is what I made the point a couple weeks ago, and I don't know that it, I don't know that I did it well enough, Mo. But the idea that Derek Carr, even if he stays, is this team going to win a Super Bowl within the three years that Derek Carr is the quarterback? I say absolutely not. Even if they keep him, and there is a chance they keep him, I just don't see them building the roster fast enough. I know fast turnarounds come, but all things together, the quarterback, his declining skills the match with the coaching staff, the talent on the roster, what you still have to do to the roster. I just didn't see it adding up. So sometimes you might have to take a step back to take that step forward. And I think that the the modern NFL and what is happening here too is it's great. Derek Carr's loyalty will never be forgotten. He, again, Raider for life, the whole thing. I got it. He's been a good dude at times, like last year, stepped up, took control, kept people together. Amazing job by him. At the same time, they're now in need of a different skill set, I believe. And that's where we're at. I just want to bring up something really quickly. When the Chiefs moved on from Alex Smith to Patrick Mahomes, we now it's easy now in hindsight to say, yeah, easy transition. But we didn't know. No one, I mean, I won't say no one. There are some people who thought Patrick Mahomes was going to be good. But when mm-hmm. he was coming to the league, they were saying that he could be erratic at times. You're going to have to rein him in because he'll make mistakes. Before we knew Patrick Mahomes to be the MVP caliber player that he is now, there was a risk that the Chiefs would regress after moving on with Alex Smith. Now, they made the right choice at quarterback, and, and they're set for the foreseeable future. But there's always, whenever you move on from a quarterback who's good but not great, there's always a risk of regression. Mm-hmm. But you have to trust in your scouting department, I think that's where Raiders fans get nervous because the Raiders have whiffed on picks, top picks, <laughs> year after year after year. And I think that's why they're hesitant to move on from Derek Carr because the Raiders have not given them a, a reason to believe that they're going to hit on that quarterback pick. But I will say you got to give Dave Ziegler a chance because new scouting department, you can't put the ills of the past on the present. It's like, saying, okay, this new girlfriend that I have is going to screw up because the last five, six, seven girlfriends that I've had screwed up. You can't do that. This is a new person, new co- a new scouting department. Give them a chance right. to earn your trust. Right. And not only that, I mean, again, the the endless excuses. And and sometimes I can be hyperbolic and I'll say things. Uh, and and I, I said after the game that 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 it was it was completely ridiculous for you to say that the Raiders shouldn't think about moving on. Mm-hmm. And part of that part of the responses, Mo, were, well, and you talk about Patrick. I had people telling me that Patrick Mahomes, I mean, Derek Carr had a better arm than Patrick Mahomes, uh, that if if that if Derek Carr had a Hall of Fame coach like Andy Reid, he probably would have won a Super Bowl. It's like, stop. 
just stop, okay? Because Andy Reid, yes, a Hall of Fame coach, but you can't move the goalposts every time the conversation changes to something else, especially when the player is not performing. And I think you look at that situation, to your point, and we talked about it earlier in the show, people afraid to move on because it could get worse. Yes, but if it doesn't get worse and it stays the same, would you be happy? And it goes back to the analogy I used and somebody put up on Twitter again on Christmas, which was this idea that you're in a bad relationship with somebody else and you're just going to stay in it because it's easier than going out and finding somebody new. Because you know what? Everything new is difficult. Everything new takes effort and risk and faith, okay? And, and if you're not willing to do that, then you kind of just paddle water. You're not getting closer to the shore. You're not going further out to sea, but you're just paddling. And so if that's what Raider Nation wants, I always thought it was a commitment to excellence. I always thought it was just win, baby. If that's what it's about, then you can't just stay stagnant. You need to move, take risks. Dave Ziegler has not had a chance to build the roster yet. He's had one draft, which he came into quickly, okay? And now you're talking about if you have a top five or six pick, let's say even top eight pick, Mo, top eight pick, you have the opportunity at a position like quarterback to set your franchise up for a generation, okay? And if that's the key, as a GM, I want that opportunity, don't you? Absolutely, and I just want to address something that... Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You don't have to have a number one overall pick to have a quarterback to take you to the next level. Look at right. some of the starting quarterbacks right now that, are at, that are, have elevated their team. Jalen Hurts was a second rounder. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen wasn't a number one overall pick. He was in the top 10, but he wasn't number one overall. I mean, you can hit on a quarterback that's not a number one or number two overall pick, and he could still elevate your squad. So don't be afraid because, oh, the Raiders had the sixth or seventh overall pick, and they and they picked the third quarterback on the board. Doesn't mean that that quarterback is going to be lesser than the quarterback who was drafted one or two. Again, you yeah. have to rest your your faith in that scouting department. And I say, I say it again: give Dave Ziegler and his guys a chance. He came into a team that, of course, they traded their first two picks for Devontae Adams. We get it. So he didn't have a full-fledged draft class. I want to see what he can do with a quarterback pick and Josh with Josh McDaniels developing that quarterback because, as I said in a previous segment, the Patriots drafted a quarterback, I believe, 15 overall somewhere. Yeah. Mac Jones was in a top-10 pick, Mm-mm. and he turned into a Pro Bowl in his first year under Josh McDaniels. Now, Josh McDaniels, the offensive play call, is different than Josh McDaniels, the head coach. But he's proven that he can develop talent. So I say give him a chance. Yeah, it's a, it's a small sample size because I know a lot of people like to excuse away Josh McDaniel's success in New England with the offense because of Tom Brady. And I get that. I understand it to a certain degree. But in the small sample size with Mac Jones last season, he surely developed and played to his strengths, and it worked on offense. Again, I have my criticisms and have been very hardcore about my criticisms of Josh McDaniels this year. He's made a lot of mistakes, but he is going to be your coach, okay? And he's going to have the opportunity 
to to develop whatever talent Dave Ziegler brings in. And I think you have to do that. Whether you like that or not, you're not switching coaches and GMs every year because you lose. It's not going to happen, okay? Um, Yeah. Scott, I hate to interrupt you, but the Denver Broncos have fired Nathaniel Hackett. And I will say, Raiders fans, as bad as it's been, just be happy (laughs) it's not the Denver Broncos type of dumpster fire that it is today. Yeah, that that Nathaniel Hackett uh, firing, I, I, I'm shocked it took as long as it did, especially with what's happened uh, and what happened on, on, on Christmas night uh, with that 51-point uh, just drubbing by the Rams and Baker Mayfield again. And that's the one thing, too, I'll say, yes, it could be worse for Raider fans, um, but it's also a great example. There's a lot of similarities. Stick with me on this comparison, Mo between the Broncos and the Raiders this year because now the Raiders offense is not as bad as the Broncos offense. Russell Wilson is like a shell of himself. It's been terrible there. That contract will haunt them forever unless he makes some massive comeback next year. But I will say this, the Denver Bronco defense is good, but look what happens when your offense doesn't score. As good as the Broncos defense is, and they've had some injuries too, but they've still very good off or good defense. Despite how good that defense is, the Broncos continue to lose because they can't score points. Does that sound familiar? Sounds very familiar. It sounds. Uh, it's, it's, it's funny how we talked about this before the season, right? We had high expectations for the AFC West. I thought oh. all the teams in AFC West would have double-digit wins. I was way off on that, obviously. But as you as you said, while the Raiders have a better situation than the Broncos. It's not that far removed, especially Correct. when you – I mean, Derek Carr's completion – people want to make fun of Russell Wilson and his play. Derek Carr's completion rate is very close to Russell Wilson's. Yes. Very close. Now, I'm not saying Russell Wilson has played better than Derek Carr. Derek Carr has been better than Russell Wilson. But it's like mm-hmm. – it's like – it's not far removed. <laughs> it's not so let's – don't, don't, you know, don't point and laugh at the donkey. The Raiders fans like to say donkey. Don't point and laugh <laughs> at the donkeys because – Raiders haven't been that great, and and they've had their offensive lapses, of course. Now, they've Mm -hmm. had some flashes, way more flashes than the Broncos, but when you look at some of the halves that the Raiders had, very comparable to the Broncos. Well, and remember, the Raiders have a miraculous win. Now, that game, if if New England did what they were supposed to, it would have gone in overtime. Who knows what would have happened there, but it could have gone the other way. And I know a lot of Raider fans, the positive thinking Raider fans, and good for you. I'm glad you stay positive. You're optimistic, not pessimistic. Um, mm-hmm. There's a couple wins the Raiders had that could have very easily gone the other way. And they always talk about the losses going the other way. But it could, they, could, they could be sitting at three wins, it real, realistically. Okay? So you're right about them being close to the Broncos. But they elevated their play. They made a play here or there where the Broncos haven't. And frankly, the Broncos' defense just, I hate to see it, but it just quit. Because it's been on the yeah. field. It's exhausted. You talk about exhaustion. They haven't been able to do it. And that's what I've seen with the Raiders at the end of these games that they've lost, including the Rams game, including the Steelers game. Like, how much more do these guys do with the talent they have? And the answer is not very much. Um, but, Mo, you look at the situation, and there's a lot of things in flux with this, this Raiders team. As we get geared up for the shows, again, we'll be back tomorrow with our mailbag show and then Thursday with our preview show going into the holiday weekend before the Raiders take on the 49ers at home on New Year's Day. But you look at this, um, it's it's really a two-week audition, right? We talked about it. And and there's guys who, who you're going to see playing for their lives. We've seen some of these players on the Raiders 
uh, play phenomenally. We don't know the extent of the injury. We won't know till tomorrow on Perryman uh, and on Chandler Jones on what their availability will be against the 49ers. Uh, but all things considered, it's a rough go these last two games for this Raiders. So you kind of have to wonder what you're going to see. Are we seeing the end of not only Derek Carr stay in Las Vegas, but perhaps Darren Waller uh, and others uh, that the, the Raider fans have come to, to enjoy and like over this time frame? Well, I'll tell you one thing. I don't. The status quo is definitely going to change. Mm-hmm. Two things I wanted to point out. I believe it was on your ticker in the last segment, but we didn't get to it. But Josh Jacobs had a diatribe yes. at the end of of, of the, the Steelers' loss, and basically he he kind of says something similar to what Derek Carr says that it's frustrating to see guys bust their butts and not get the results. It seemed to me that he was indirectly calling out some guys. Yeah, and then. Devontae Adams, I was on Twitter and I shared it with you and Evan. Baldy had a tweet um, of NFL Network. He had a tweet saying, are the Raiders not allowed to throw to Devontae Adams in this weather? He's played in this weather for eight years in Green Bay, basically. Devontae Adams liked the tweet. So it seems like Devontae Adams is also frustrated with Derek Carr and or the play caller in Josh McDaniels. So you have two of your key players who are clearly not happy right now. And they shouldn't be. But no. I will say I will say this: the problem wasn't that Devonta Adams was, wasn't getting the ball. He had nine targets, but he had two catches. Again, his connection with Carr was way off on Christmas Eve, and you're seeing the frustration boil over. Yeah, and and it's hard. We could we for those who want to see Derek Carr gone, they can easily say, "See, Carr's not connecting with him. He's not getting the ball to him in the right way." Is blah blah blah, blah. Uh, and then those who want to defend him will say, "Well." Devonte Adams isn't catching the ball or they're not whatever it may be. It might be Josh McDaniels fault. He's not calling the right plays. But again, I remind people we don't know, but the NFL quarterback in certain systems has the ability to check out a plays. We hear Derek Carr do it at the line all the time and he has the ability to go to receivers he wants to. And so we don't know where the miss, the misconnection is, but we do see, I think with, with, with Josh Jacobs comments, Josh Jacobs is always a very quiet, respectful guy. He talks to the media, but he never does anything like we saw him do on Christmas Eve after the Steelers lost. And so that, I don't think this team has been lost by the, or been lost to the coaching staff. I don't sense that. We're not in the locker room mode, but I don't sense that. What I do sense is that there is a major division amongst factions in that locker room. Where it is and who's on what side, we don't know. It's going to be fascinating to find out. And internally, they have a better idea than we do. And and you might start to see decisions and roster uh, moves after the season ends in a couple weeks that might tell us exactly where and how that happened. Yeah, it's definitely Josh, you know, Josh Jacobs contract situation. Does he want to be back if certain guys are back? Of course, we know we probably not going to get those stories until years down the line. But he could have a mindset that if a certain person is back with this team, I don't want to be part of it. Devontae mm-hmm. Adams, a lot of people want to say De- Devontae Adams is going to leave if De- Derek Carr leaves. What if Devontae Adams is more frustrated with Josh McDaniels? You know, so it, yeah. there are so many ways to look at this. We're not in locker room, so we're only speculating. But clearly the frustration is going to lead to a lot of changes. 
there's going to be a lot of changes and uh, there's going to be a lot of emotion uh, from yep. the fans out there, from our listeners and viewers. So I understand it. And and even if Mo and I disagree with you on how to fix it, sometimes we're not always right. I, I talked right. about it yesterday. I said, I'm wrong all the time. I'll admit mm-hmm. when I'm wrong. You got a lot of folks in the content world who were very pro the quarterback, pro the coach, and then when things go poorly, they get very quiet and don't talk about it. We don't do that. When we're wrong, we're wrong. Mm-hmm. I tweeted something about Mahomes winning the Super Bowl with a subpar defense. It was a top 10 defense. Somebody corrected me. I said, absolutely, you're right. I was thinking about the year before. Hey, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I don't mind admitting it, uh, but let's have honest discussion. And that's what our goal is always here on Silver and Black today is to have honest discussion. We're not always right. You're not always going to agree with us, and that's cool. But we're going to tell it like it is, and we'll keep doing that through these final two weeks and, of course, through the offseason. All right, Mo, we are done with Tuesday's show. We're going to be back. We haven't done in a few weeks because of the holidays and everything. We're going to do a mailbag show tomorrow. I'm excited about that. Definitely enjoy the mailbags. Definitely enjoy getting back to the readers. Haven't done it in a while. I was sick. You were sick. Holiday season. <laughs> so now we're getting back into the flow. Love getting hearing from the Raider fans and people who watch the show and listen to it. Yeah, and I, I I guarantee you there'll be no questions about Derek Carr, right? None. It'll no, just yeah. all be about oh, no. offensive line and defensive backs. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it so will Derek be. Carr. All right, everybody. Uh, again, make sure you subscribe to the show. We are an Odyssey original podcast. Uh, make sure you get it wherever you're able to get your podcast. Just hit the auto download so that you get it anytime we have a new episode out. Also, make sure you like and then subscribe, and then also hit the notifications bell on YouTube. For Mo Moten, I am Skalkel Branson. This has been Silver and Black Today. We will see you guys tomorrow on Wednesday for Raider Nation Mailbag. Take care, everybody.